teacher life. We are surrounded by the idea that it's the tired life, the no time for me life, the life we chose. We're supposed to love it and live it and breathe it, all while still actually living the rest of our lives. We should put ourselves last, be the first one in the building and the last one to leave. Can you say teacher of the year? Although teaching is the career we chose, the idea that it should be our whole life is something I'm super passionate about. I'm putting a stop to the idea that being a teacher who is supposed to give and give and never take is what being a teacher is all about. The idea that teaching is a career with no boundaries and no balance has to stop. I'm on a mission to help you lessen the teacher stress, overwhelm, and the guilt that weighs on you. I want you to not only be the best teacher you can, but the best you that you can, because you deserve it. Join me in conversations about self-care, simplicity, and all things avoiding overwhelm that will lead to a life filled with more joy, time, and energy. I'm Marissa Rader, and this is The Teacher Haven. Hey all, welcome to today's episode all about getting back up when you've been knocked down. It's so easy to get stuck when you're not feeling like you're at your best. Here in episode five, we are going to get real deep on what causes us to stay down instead of getting back up. I can't wait to share this personal development goodness with you. So this is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down. I'd like to take a minute to sit right there while I tell you how I became that me that I share. This is going to date me, but I grew up watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and every time I think of where I was in my lowest point to where I am now, this song comes to mind. I won't tell you how long it took me to craft that ending to make it work, but let's put it this way, I spent way too much brain power on it, but I hope you enjoyed my little rap there. Anyway, if you are anything like me, you hear someone else's success story and you want nothing more than to cheer them on. I use their success to propel my own, not because I idolize them or what they are doing, but because dang it, if they can find success in what they are doing, so can I. I'm going to get real with you though. I have not always been that person. I'm an Enneagram 3 and if you know anything about Enneagrams, you might know that when a 3 is at their worst, jealousy is a major player in their daily life. Rewind to the beginning of my story and I was less than impressed with anyone who was seeing success. In the back of my mind, I was thinking, well, cool for them. I could do that if X, Y, Z, you know, my child was sleeping through the night, they don't have kids, whatever the narrative was that I was telling myself. The excuses and justifications were always a mile long of why I couldn't do what they were doing. I also hate to admit it, but I felt like if other people were successful, that meant that somehow that was taking away from my chance at success. Newsflash, (laughs) your success is only contingent on one thing, and that's you. It has nothing to do with what others are doing. Now you're probably wondering why I'm going on about what a terrible person I was just a couple short years ago. I'm sharing all of this with you because if by chance you have some of the same limiting beliefs that I used to have, I want you to know that there is hope. You can change and it all starts with the decision to flip turn your life upside down in the words of the Fresh Prince himself. When I started this journey, I went all in. And those of you that know me, hi mom, (laughs) you know that when I decide to go all in on something, it's an all or nothing thing. I immersed myself in every book I could get my hands on. I started praying for positivity and my people to come into my life. 
I spent my whole life actually thinking that I must be a terrible friend or really unlikable because I didn't really remain close with anyone after high school except my best friend. And I didn't find those lifelong friends like other people did when they went off to college. But it turns out that it wasn't me. I just hadn't found my people yet. Once I knew the kind of people I wanted in my life, they started appearing. It was like magic. I have met some of the most amazing friends in these last couple of years because I had finally figured out who I am, who I want to be, and so in turn, I finally figured out who I wanted and needed in my life. Needless to say, there are still days where I feel stuck, not myself, and all those other emotions in between, but I no longer let the noise of those days impact me for the long haul. I used to get to a place where I felt stuck. I would linger there for what seemed like ages, and it would take me weeks, months, possibly even years at one point to get out of those low places I would find myself in. I found that it's so much easier to get back up when you know why you're getting back up in the first place. That all starts with knowing what you want out of life. Life isn't something that we just live and go through the motions. It's meant to be our best life. I mean, it's the only life we get, am I right? My challenge for you today whenever you're listening to this, is to stop. Take a moment to listen to the quieter side of you, who you are. What are the crazy dreams you have for yourself? Do you want to own a business? Do you want to become an administrator? Maybe you want to tackle politics and make systematic changes to education. Whatever you want out of this life, start listening to that inner voice because it's been subtly dropping hints for you if you will just listen. And I can tell you from personal experience that when I started listening and I quit ignoring the things that I'd been telling myself about the life I wanted to live, that was when I started living my best life. And I know that 2020 has been that year But I can honestly say that in the midst of a global pandemic, me and my family, we've lived our best lives. Was it easy? Nope. Were there struggles? (laughs) Absolutely. But looking back, we know that we lived our life according to what we consider to be the best versions of ourselves. Don't get me wrong. There were days where I thought, whoa, who is this person? And uh, that's definitely not the best version of me coming out today. But because I'm aware of who I really, really want to be, my best, truest self, I can catch those moments when I'm not being that person. I can reflect, I can get to the root of the problem, and I can move on so much faster than I ever have before. And that's exactly what I want for you. I want to thank you all for being here with me today. This podcast is part of being my true self and living my best life. And I am so grateful for each and every one of you that takes time out of your busy lives to slow down and listen. You are amazing. And I'm here cheering you on to your journey to being your best self. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. And just in case you didn't know, there's a community that has been created just for you. It's centered around the Teacher Haven episodes and is designed to help you take action and implement all the goodness. 
I want you to be a part of it, so head on over to marissarader.com slash Facebook group. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you would like to learn more about me and how I can help you ditch the overwhelm, how you can implement all these things and more into your teacher life to make it simpler, happier, and more balanced, head to marissarader.com. There's free downloads, programs, and courses to help you live your best life. I'm always cheering you on. See you next time.